Bush and Ritchie here with another Hometime Podcast and welcome. Now, you're all expecting, I'm sure you're all expecting, uh, me to have the binoculars ready for the podcast tonight. Yes. So th- this has gone on for a couple of nights now where you've been talking about being able to have a good vantage point from your window there. Uh, mm-hmm. Last night we were waiting to have some, uh, you know, top end binocular intel but you couldn't be bothered to go downstairs and get them because it was too cold so where where do we stand on this this evening at the begin before this show um i've forgotten to have them upstairs with me again tonight it is also cold and i've kind of got myself all coasted up so i don't really want to move however what i will do is i've got the uh, the magnifying glass function on my iPhone oh, right. set up. So uh, I'm just going to take my headphones off for a second and walk over to the light switch and I'll be back. Um, so if you can just keep them amused for a second um, and then I'll turn the light off and we'll be able to uh, see what's going on in the conservatory over the back. This is unbelievable, isn't it? I'm people listening at home at the moment. Like This is like a real budget version of Rear Window, that Alfred oh. Hitchcock movie. Imagine if he didn't uh-huh. even have a camera to look down the lens on his back, honestly. I'm back. Hello. Oh, hi there. How's it uh, going? Uh, yeah, good. I'm going to have to also turn the computer onto dark mode because um, obviously when we talked about spying on people, backlighting is bad. But if you're going to use your mobile phone, won't it yeah. backlight onto your own face and bathe you in the light of your LCD screen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's find out. Unless you... Um, Unless you make like a uh, like a hood, a sniper's hood out of some trousers or um, a jumper that might be lying around in the room you're in or something. No, I don't think that. that they, sorry, I, I I'll move the microphone so you can hear me. I don't think they're going to be able to see me because the lighting, obviously, on the phone that is the magnifying glass is uh, is dark because it's it's outside. So okay. I'm not being well, backlit by much. I just don't want you to end up in, you know, in, in any form of hot water with this. We don't want that. No, right. So what can I see in the conservatory over the back? Well, they've got an air up. They're, they're drying clothes. Okay. Any uh, Anything a bit more? I think there's an orange futon. <laughs> and a recycling caddy. Okay, so is there anything like any? Are they walking around, or are they doing anything, or can you see anyone? No. Okay. It looks it. Lo- <laughs> Three days they waited for this. It looks like they just used that conservatory as an annex for drying washing. Okay, well that that's that's not quite the level of intel that we were after. Not the expose. It's hardly the movie, the lives of others here. However, keep an eye out, and then when this will be an incentive for someone to listen right the way through the podcast, join us at the very end of this show to see if anything's changed by the end of the program. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves, and here it is: the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Beautiful day uh, around my neck of the woods today, but very, very cold, uh, which is bringing on a new problem for me, and I'm worried as to whether it is just me. Bush, when you go for a walk at the moment, does your nose start to stream? <laughs> Do you know, it's weird you should say that, but Katie, my other half, constantly says to me, nose. Your nose is going. Wipe your nose. And it's only oh, recently. 
immediately that has brought me such a sense of relief. I've noticed recently that when I go for a walk, my nose gets so cold, it's starting to stream. I don't have a cold. Thankfully, I'm well at the moment with everything that's going on. But when I go out for the walk, we've, you know, we've got gloves, we've got coats, we've got hats and all this kind of thing. Why is there no such thing as a nose warmer? And is this something, now that I know it's happening to you as well, is, and I ask this question with, with great fear. Is this something that starts to happen with age that nobody talks about? Well, I've always got this in my mind, what I call the getting older holy trinity, right? The first one is having your nasal hair or eyebrows cut in the barbershop. I've already had that one. The second <laughs> one is your nose always running. So you need like a hanky and, and we're there. The third and final one then is is when you stand up, other people pull down the back of your jumper because it's riding up and stuff. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's the holy trinity of aging. <laughs> Have you had all three happen yet? I'm pretty. I'm, I've definitely got two. I reckon I'm days away from the third. <laughs> Oh, I'm really concerned about this nose business. And, and I do think there is also a market in the nose warmer. Um, so I guess it's I guess it's three questions. We've almost answered one of them, which is, is it just me? But is it something that happens with age that no one talks about? And is there such a thing as a nose warmer? Uh, there's a few people picking us up on the use of the word stream for the nose. A lot of people asking us what, what have we got on tonight as if it's some form of Netflix streaming service. And Cheech says, uh, just to clarify, guys, eyes stream, noses run. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, Mark the Gooner says, you're not alone. My hooter drips like a tap in the cold and I never had any problems whatsoever until the age of about 30. Now I get hay fever in the summer and a drippy nose in the winter. Ironically, I've just discovered that a mask helps. Um, so maybe oh. a home time, a home time mask uh, is the way forward for this. And Fat Gaz says, it's because your old man eyes water due to cold temperatures. Tear droplets leak into your nasal cavity, which causes the not tap to turn on there's the science a lot of people pushing their teas away this evening we apologize in advance auntie beck says it's actually called skier's nose and it's perfectly normal it means our noses are doing their jobs properly so that's encouraging uh, and then richard adds uh, this is why i have buffs perfect for the cold weather i don't know about you i've never heard of buffs before what the hell are buffs let's stick a song on and we'll cautiously google uh, maybe it's time richie to bring back the balaclava do you know what i mean is it balaclava time <laughs> I don't want to have to look like a bank robber just to go out for a walk and keep my nose warm, thanks. Uh, another one of these people is uh, joining us right now. Uh, Claire, you have this too? Indeed, indeed. And I think we're all of a similar age. And I, I've suffered from that from the word go, even as a youngster. OK, and what, what happens to you then? What's your nose running issue? Oh, literally, um, I only have to be out of it for two or three minutes and... Yeah, tissues, ahoy. <laughs> tissues, ahoy. <laughs> I love that. that uh, <laughs> my, my friends used to call me Rudolph when I was at school because, you know, nose is like bright red. Claire, is there anything else that triggers this for you uh, in, in addition to cold weather? Hot, hot food. Hot food oh. does the same to me. Well, wow, now that's interesting because that does happen to me too. Uh, so yeah, if it's if it's wow, so maybe this isn't a, this this isn't an age thing. This isn't a weather thing. It's just it's just it's just our noses, Claire. 
It is. It is. They're just it, demanding, aren't they? I tell you what, if they ever run out of ideas for the X-Men series, I mean, there's a superpower in itself that you guys, you get nose running for unusual situations. Maybe your nose is run ahead of danger or something. It's a way of warning you both. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, meanwhile, look, thank you everybody who's got in touch tonight for the uh, the home time nasal support group. Uh, we will let you all know when the uh, when the next meeting is. Indeed, that would be marvellous. <laughs> Cheers, Claire. Earlier on, uh, we were talking about buffs. Uh, this is because Bush and I have both been starting to suffer over the last few days uh, from the streaming nose and everyone's saying, oh, you should get a buff. We'd never heard of buffs. Here's a development. My daughter then texts me and goes, Dad, I've got a buff. Do you want me to explain it? Um, so we've got her on. Kate, you've got a buff. Yeah. Have you never heard of one, Dad? <laughs> They're, they're, they're typically used for skiers, and I know you used to do a lot of skiing when you were younger. All right, that's a, that's a, that's a brutal <laughs> kick early on. <laughs> Those days are long, long since behind him. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's a piece of material that sometimes it's like lined with like kind of like a furrier one. Like you can get thicker ones and you can get thin ones, and you like wrap it, you can have it around your neck, you can pull it up so it goes over your nose, you can tie it so it's like a hat. You can kind of do anything with it, really. So, Caitlin, would you would you walk around? Uh, would you walk around town with a, a buff on? You just wear a buff and walk down to town, would you? Or is it for literally just for like going skiing and stuff? Well, I mean, I personally wouldn't because it's not a fashion statement. Um, <laughs> it's not the best looking thing, but it keeps you warm. Um, this next question, I know I'm self-aware enough to know I'm not the most observant dad, but have I seen you in a buff? Probably when, we, when I was younger and we went to football games, I can picture myself wearing a purple one and I used to have one that had um, like a bird on it as well and it was blue. But then as I got older, I realised it wasn't that cool to actually wear them, so I stopped wearing them. <laughs> Well, I mean, I reckon we, we could have hit upon the next round of uh, Hometime merchandise, a Hometime branded buff. What about that? I think that would be pretty cool, to be honest. It would, um, be, yeah, be interesting. Our boss won't sign off on a Hometime spatula. He ain't going to sign off on a Hometime buff. <laughs> it's a good point. Hey, but now we know. Now we know what the whole thing is. This is great. Caitlin, thank you so much. You're so very welcome. Right, get her off before she says something incriminating. <laughs> You're listening to the Hometime Show on Absolute Radio, uh, the show for the people, by the people, for the people. <laughs> and one of the people got in touch with us yesterday. His name's Ray. Uh, you may have heard us mention him quickly just before five. Uh, he runs a leather shop in Chelmsford um, and uh, he wants to make Bush and I a belt each. We're blown away by the offer. Uh, Ray, it's good to speak to you. You all right? Yeah, well, I always listen to the radio. Uh, lines up the day a bit. Oh, well, thank you very much. We're honoured that you listen to Absolute Radio. Tell us about your company and what, and what you do then, Ray. Well, now I'm retired. I've, I've been doing it over 30 years. I make belts and leather bracelets, silver inlay, wallets and everything's hand-stitched. Hand and our producer, Ray, said that uh, you had a uh, you had an offer that uh, you wanted to uh, put to Bush and I. Yeah, I'll make you a belt each. <laughs> 
you give me our, um, your wife's sizes and the colour you want. That is amazing. Ray, what a lovely offer. I really appreciate that. That's, uh, I mean, I don't know about Richie, but I've, I've certainly uh, never had anything made for me specifically. Have you ever had anything made for you, Richie? I don't think I've ever had something made bespoke. So, Ray, this uh, 43 years, this is, this is quite a touching moment. <laughs> Well, listen, Ray, what kind of thing can we expect from a belt from you then? Because, I mean, I've only got one belt. I think Richie's only got two. So we're not we're not men that are blessed with that many belts. What, what kind of thing could we have uh, with the belt that you're going to offer us? You'd want it, I would think, to wear with jeans or... Yeah, like I'd, I'd, I'd definitely request to go with jeans, please, yes. I don't know what um, you would prefer. Are you a casual person or... I mean, it can be used... Either. I would say overall, even on days when we're not doing anything on camera, on the internet, Richie always dresses quite smart. He's quite well turned out, whereas I'm quite shabby looking. So, um, yeah. yeah, maybe you could, uh, you know, any tailor that to our particular styles, Ray. That'd be great. Like a, a belt for jeans is 38 mil, which is the normal size. And a belt for trousers normally is... Um, 35 mil. Well, that's uh, some interesting uh, insider details that uh, we wouldn't necessarily have known about belts before. Um, uh, If I could chuck in, I'll go 30 inch black um, would be would be good for me. Um, Would would it be possible for it to uh, for 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 the belts to be monogrammed in any way, Ray? It'd be lovely to know that Bush had one with a B on and I had one with an R on. Yeah, (laughs) just a norm. A normal stamp or... Yeah. Uh, Doesn't have to be a fussy stamp. Well, on the back or the front. Oh. <laughs> I, I'd go front. An offer. Um, <laughs> I'll have mine on the back. <laughs> <laughs> you Ray, remember I'll when the Beckhams, the, the Beckhams got married, Ray, and they had uh, uh, David and Victoria. That, that kind of look, that's what we're after. That's the level that Richie and I are going for here. Oh, yeah. You're the one in the know. You know your belts, Ray. You surprise us. What, some, uh, like a letter in italics or just ordinary print? Yeah, you whatever you reckon suits our personalities best, Ray. But Richie and I just want to say we're we're hugely honoured by this. We we don't really get very many free things coming our way here on this show, and particularly now more so that we're everyone's trapped at home. So this is a real honour, and we appreciate all the hard work you're going to put into this, Ray. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I use bridal leather, which is four mil. Would you want it a little bit thicker, laminated, so that the suede side of the belt, the suede-ish side of the belt, rather, is yeah. covered with a, another finished area? Well, I, I feel like there's there's many there's many details for us. To, what if we stick a song on? There's there's a lot of details to get uh, sorted here, as you can hear. Uh, maybe we'll stick a song on and we'll uh, we'll do the specifics. But uh, Ray, thank you very much. If you just tell me what you want and I'll do it for you. Al Berry's tweeted to say, guys, I had a pool cue made with a custom handle and my initials, some shop in Bhutan. Can't remember the name of the shop. I lost the pool cue in a move. Ah, oh, oh. got it. Uh, Alison says, Ray's just melted my heart. He takes such pride in what he does. Bless you, Ray. Uh, Gary says, who is Ray and does he have a website? I need two belts made myself. Gary, we'll pass on your details. Ray is the belting Don of Chelmsford. That's who he is. Uh, Darren says, I have had two pairs of MC Hammer pants made bespoke. Uh, My wife made them for me during lockdown. They are well ace. I bet he looks a million dollars in them. Megan says, my mum's an artist, so I actually have a portrait of myself. And she adds... 
That's totally normal, right? Greg in Chelmsford said, Bush, Richie, I once had a portrait oil painting done for me Ooh. as myself dressed as a king. It hangs above our bed, which took months of negotiation from my wife. Oh, I bet it did. What an amazing thing to have an oil painting of you done, though. You know, because like if you watch Antiques Roadshow, they're the kind of things that survive. I don't know about you, all my photos of anything or anywhere are on, like, in the cloud. So they're not going to survive for future generations. An oil painting's an amazing thing, isn't it? Uh, it is, and it will survive. But also on the Antiques Roadshow, a picture of dress, uh, a picture of Greg dressed as a king might not be worth much. <laughs> You never know. You never know. Uh, in fact, a lovely lady around here called uh, Michelle Goldman in the Leon Sea area, she does this thing where she uh, does oil paintings of your old family Polaroid photo. So if you've got like an old kind of, you know, the way photos are starting to look these days from when you were a kid, it's like, oh my God, it looks like 1948 or whatever. Uh, she'll take them and do an oil painting of them. So I got one of them done of my other half, Katie, with her granddad who sadly passed, passed away a few years ago. But it's like a, it's um, it immortalizes people that you love. So that, that's kind idea. of a cool thing. Another one here, guys, on the theme of personalized things being made, I make personalized framed miniature models of people's houses or shops or houses they grow up in, uh, which is an amazing thing. It's says, just me. My business is Sheffield Miniatures on Instagram. Have a look. And I've just had a look. It's fantastic. Here we go. Absolute Radio. Pay your bills. Yesterday, our producer didn't like it that we didn't name him when we told him to start dialing the number of the winner. Let's start dialing the number, please. Hello? Oh, hello. It's Absolute Radio here. Bush and Ritchie, who's that? Oh, this is Scott Thomas. Scott Thomas, good to speak to you, my friend. How is your Thursday going so far? It's not so bad, actually. Is this where I think it is? <laughs> well, we'll find out in a second, won't we, Scott? You impatient little scoundrel. Um, Going to play accent uh, roulette here. Is that uh, a Welsh accent or a Geordie accent? This is a Welsh accent. It's so bizarre, that, because my other half is from Northumberland and people always think she's from Wales as well. So there's a kind of, kind of strange crossover between you guys. Which bit of Wales are you in and what do you do for a job, Scott? Uh, South Wales I'm from and I work for Aston Martin Luganda. Oh. oh, Bush, I don't know about you, but there could be a little deal coming up here. If if this yeah. call turns out to be what Scott thinks it's going to be, we need something back in return, and he works for Aston Martin. <laughs> That's true, yeah. What do you do at Aston Martin, then? Are you, are you making bits of the car or, or fine-tuning the engine? What is it? Um, well, we're on production lines, so we actually build the cars. So, yes, I'm right in the thick of it. <laughs> Here's a question, here's a question, all right? And uh, there's, there's, you know, there's no coincidence here at all. What could you get from an Aston Martin for £8,000? Oh, probably, um, probably the stereo. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least. At the very least, yes. <laughs> And how's it been during this whole bizarre period of time that we're all in at the moment for you? Have you had, you know, is there any kind of one bill overall that's been kind of making you feel like you're struggling a little bit or putting pressure on you? Oh, definitely. It's, um, well, with the world it is right now, my partner and I had to rush to move into a house and it's nowhere near ready. So we're in the middle of renovating it. What is the first piece of renovation that uh, needs to be uh, uh, sorted, Scott? Um, it's a complete gut of a house. So uh, we're in the middle of talking to contractors. So the electrics need rewiring. And we've got old motor motors, a typical old coal mining house, you see, in the South Wales Valleys. 
So, uh, yeah, it's a complete gut. We try to make it, trying to bring it into the 21st century, really. Well, Absolute Radio are absolutely chuffed to help play their part with that because, Scott, you have just won this evening £8,000 and Absolute Radio pays your bills. Oh, my God, no way. <laughs> oh, wow. £8,000 is yours, Scott. The next decision is whether you want to spend it on renovating your house or paying for a part of the Aston Martin production line. Oh, it has to be on the house, uh, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Scott, how will you be celebrating in Wales tonight? What are you going to do? Oh, tonight, um, I think my partner and I are ordering a takeaway and just watching films in our uh, in our very cold house, so we can actually afford to put the heating on. <laughs> hey. Oh, Scott! <laughs> oh, you've got us hungry as well. Just, oh, imagine an eight grand takeaway. Don't spend Ooh. it all on nons. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, 2020, you will all agree, was a horrendous year. However, there is something from it that I need to celebrate, and I realised it today when I was putting the wheelie bins uh, away after the uh, the bin men had come and collected them. Bush, uh, I have to tell you that I went the entirety of 2020 without missing a single bin collection. But the significance of this is is that obviously the collection that was just done was the final one of the uh, crazy changed collection dates that you always get over yeah. Christmas and New Year of the bins. Would you not agree that that is quite some unbroken run? Hey, that is good, because bearing in mind the other one that we had recently, the other bin collection, I did miss, and I had to run the indignity of running down the road in Trekkie Bottoms with socks and sliders with the bin bags to hand them to them. And the, the look, absolutely awful, like I was an amateur. So that is a good run. Thank you very much. I'm glad that you recognise it as such. I thought it would be good to end the show tonight with some positivity as we all take the chance to share with each other what is the greatest unbroken run that you have ever managed to achieve. Uh, you can text us 81215. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. On the way next, I will tell you about the, own, the unbroken run that I had to do with cycling to and from work, which almost eclipses England's gold medal hole in the 2012 Olympic Games. Ian says, before COVID closed the office, I was on a six-year run of not making a tea or coffee for anybody in the office. I would venture to say, Ian... Firstly, not something to be proud of, and secondly, if the office isn't if the office is closed, there's nobody to make coffees for. So I'd say the run is intact. What a brew dodger! Genuine. We shouldn't be giving this brew dodger a platform. (laughs) Uh, I mentioned this earlier on uh, that I have a cycling record which is up there with uh, you know um, Great Britain's performance in. 2012. What's his name again? Wiggins. Bradley Wiggins. Wiggins. And Co. They, he was a scientist. They're going to be cowering when they've heard this, right? Uh, I had for one year when I was doing the breakfast show at a radio station in Bristol. We used to cycle in from fish ponds into centre into the centre of Bristol and back again after doing the show. So it was about 25 minutes each way. I was never overtaken by another cyclist for a whole year. A, a whole year. A whole year of being unovertaken. Imagine that in the world of your Formula Ones or your MotoGP. Never being overtaken at all by another person. I'm imagining when you were going into the, the breakfast show you mentioned, it's obviously quite early in the morning. Half four, quarter to five. Yeah, it was quite quiet. And I'm imagining when you head home, you're, you're going out of the city centre, so away from peak 
and you're going off peak. Listen, if this continues, I'm going to get up the, the bin uh, rotor for wear and we're going to go back through each of your individual uh, bin mornings and we'll, we'll cross them off one by one, Sunshine. <laughs> Amy says, I'm on day 312 of Duolingo. Can I habla espanol? No. Oh, uh, Mons in Stevenage uh, has come in with a text, right? And there was always a kid like this at everyone's school. He says, I had the perfect school attendance record from grade one to grade 10. I never missed a day of school in 10 years. That is an incredible record. I, I know that I had a really, really good attendance record. But the thing is, Mons, um, that's either down to you having a really good constitution or if it's someone like me, it's down to having parents that just didn't take no for an answer and they just sent you to school for anything. Didn't want him in the house. Uh, Neil says, a different beer every day since January the 1st, 2020. The 373rd day's beer is about to be consumed shortly. Not even one chat of dry January in his house and I admire him. <laughs> uh, Shane, your time to shine. What is your unbroken record? Uh, my unbroken run is that I have sneezed 13 times in a row, unaided by pepper or any other device. Wow, that is unbelievable. 13 sneezes back to back. You're kind of like one of those people we used to read about in the Guinness Book of Records who like hiccup for a year or sneeze for six months or something like that. How do it make you feel coming off the back of 13 sneezes consecutively? Uh, pretty pretty lightheaded, and uh, I just wanted to sit down and not sneeze ever again, to be honest. <laughs> lightheaded <laughs> in a sort of like a, a euphoric kind of way? Yeah, like I've emptied myself in some um, biblical way. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lovely thought. Uh, and has anyone ever come close to 13 sneezes? I presume you want to put a challenge out there to the Hometime listeners if anyone can beat that number. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it wasn't intentional by any means. It, it just happens one day. Um, I, I, it might have even been sunlight that caused it. I don't know. Or if you've emptied yourself in a biblical way, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. <laughs> Absolutely. Cheers, buddy. This time yesterday, we were receiving the email uh, from Ray the Beltman and were <laughs> delighted. Uh, this time, we're receiving an email from David Wincanton. Uh, gentlemen, I'm on a 1,268-day streak on the language app Duolingo. Uh, which Ooh. is very impressive. Um, do keep your emails coming. We love getting them. It's hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. It's the forgotten way to get in touch with the show. Yeah, we absolutely love the emails that you guys send in. They mean a hell of a lot to us. And, you know, sometimes you get stuff that's funny and insightful. Sometimes you people are really heartfelt. And we love emails like this from Karina, who's just emailed the show saying, uh, guys, I'm a regular fan of your drive time show. I'm a nurse and I do feel like my mental health is being battered at the moment. You know, anyone on the front line, we hugely appreciate they are heroes. She adds, our usual coping methods that we used to deal with our work haven't been possible for a long time now. That's why what Absolute Radio does matters to me, to me so much. To be able to stick my headphones in and escape for a little while is a literal godsend. It opens my world up and makes me feel a little bit less isolated. Laughter always lifts my mood significantly and therefore my family benefit from that also. So thank you very much. Keep up the good work. I hope you and your family remain safe and healthy. Lots of love, Karina. That might be the nicest email we've ever had. Thank you very much. It is nice, although I don't know where she's getting the laughter from. I mean, Karina, yeah. you know, we appreciate the sentiments, but this is, this is a very highbrow current affairs show. But thank you very much for getting in touch. Is it not illegal to look through someone's garden? No. Are you sure? 
Producer Adem interjecting here with some legal concerns as you join us right at the end of this uh, programme. I don't think it's illegal. Is it illegal? Well, I've just got the seven things you didn't know about gardens that are illegal. One of them's right to privacy. Kids love trampolines, but if your neighbour's kids can peer into your garden with every bounce, it can make you feel somewhat paranoid. The good news is you don't necessarily have to put up with it. You do have the right to your privacy. If all else fails, your local authority should be able to help. This also appears for security cameras and other devices that can see. Yeah, well, then why does, why, but why do any of us then have windows? If we're not allowed to see into people's gardens, why have we got windows? We might just all just might as well just live in like bricked up houses. Okay, so security cameras and any camera devices, including mobile phones, as Bush said, they should only yeah. film within their confines of their own. I wasn't garden. filming. I was using the magnifying glass function. Ah, it's loophole, loophole. <laughs> and I love the fact he's still calling it a magnifying glass function. That's my favourite thing of tonight's show. <laughs> Three clicks of the home button. But let me be your guarantor That hometown will be back for more Push and Richie on the radio They'll be back again tomorrow Phantom Music Interview Subscribe, rate, and leave reviews Hometown